Hi, welcome to another inspirational message recorded live at Oceans Unite Christian Center. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, And then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. We know this story, and we know it well. We've repeated this miraculous work of God throughout the ages. Many of us can share so many stories from the Bible, but the one we all know by heart is this one the story of a young girl named Mary being encountered by an angel who told her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. We remember the shepherds in the field being surrounded by a heavenly host and quickly making haste to Mary and Joseph moments later. We think of the wise men following a star from the east and bestowing their gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh to a tiny babe in swaddling clothes. A thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices. The light of the world has come. The greatest gift to us all asleep on the hay. We hear this story and others like it every year. Stories of hope, love, encouragement, stories of Jesus. Christmas productions all over the world sing songs about the light of Jesus, just like this one did. It was one Christmas Eve.
Are you ready? treat we have prepared for them in Ocean's Kids and then watch the rest of the service with you. While you're coming to get your kiddos, I'd like to say a super special thank you to our music teacher, Mr. Thomas, and our art teacher, Mrs. Bell. They made all these props. It looks like a winter wonderland. Thanks for coming. Merry Christmas! Oh, yes. This little light of mine a classic representation of the wonderful light Jesus has given us. A catchy little tune that will, let's admit, be in your head for the rest of the day. 
and a song that you can probably begin to associate with many stories of joy and holiday cheer when you think about it. But the stories we don't always hear about during Christmas time are stories of loss, tragedy, brokenness, and loneliness, like Sarah's story. Sarah stood at the edge of the stage and looked all around for her parents. With every glance from chair to chair, her hope faded. Soon, the excited smile on her freckled face began to fall, and her eyes filled with tears. They promised they would be here this time. They promised they wouldn't forget me, she thought to herself desperately clinging to those promises. Mom? Dad? Where are you? You see, this wasn't the first time Sarah was left alone after a performance. It was always the same. Every recital she would bounce with excitement believing she would see her parents in the crowd. But they never came. And when the lights turned off, Sarah would always be here, alone, and this time she began to wonder. Is it me? Am I not good enough for them to come and see? I try so hard. I just don't want to be alone anymore. Please, can anybody come? Doesn't anyone want me? What Sarah didn't see was her music teacher Thomas coming back to finish collecting the props. And while she didn't see him, he saw her. This wasn't the first time he saw her alone, crying after a performance because she had been forgotten. As he continued to carry the props off the stage, he couldn't help but think to himself. No, not again. Please tell me they didn't forget her again. Oh, what a great and magnificent father you are, Lord. Here's this precious young girl who can bring a smile to any face. Her dancing brings so many people joy and her passion is unsurpassed by anyone in this industry. And yet, here she stands alone and crushed. Do you not see her tears? How can you let this happen? How can you let a child hurt like this? How long until she turns to something else to make her happy? Every time she's left here alone, you can see that passion growing more and more dim. Uh, this little light of mine? How long will her light continue to shine? But what Thomas didn't know is that someone was there. If only he calmed his bitter heart for a moment, long enough to see the light.
were there. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. Years later, Sarah would testify to many of how that moment changed her life forever. She found her hope, her joy, and her peace in one of the greatest moments of brokenness she had ever endured. If only Thomas had stayed just a few more moments, maybe his light would have also burned a little brighter. But he didn't. If ever there was someone to embody the shrewd characteristics of the famous Scrooge, well, here he was. Thomas the music teacher, stunning vocalist, top of his class at Juilliard, had a beautiful loving wife, and all he could be was a bitter man. And Christmas time brought that bitterness to an all-time high. Rain, rain, go away. I wish it would snow on Christmas Eve. It's always so dreary. A silly thing to ask for, right? Snow on Christmas Eve? Quite a cliche for our snide Mr. Thomas. But nonetheless, it was a request he had as a little boy. And every year, much to his delight, it did snow. Until his fifth grade year. A dark and dreary Christmas Eve led to rain and black ice on the roads. Thomas's parents were running late to see his Christmas production that year and rounded the corner to the school road a little too quickly. That night, Thomas, like Sarah, started a lifetime of Thomas looking for their faces in the crowd, never to be found and it hadn't snowed on a Christmas Eve since that day. After unsuccessfully drying himself off, Thomas began to set up the music room to be ready for the kids after winter break. You may be wondering, but it's Christmas Eve. Doesn't he want to be home with his family? Doesn't his family have any Christmas traditions for tonight? And the answer, was a simple no. His wife had gone to visit family for dinner and to see her sister's newborn baby boy, but Thomas couldn't stomach the thought of all the Christmas cheer and the sound of a baby's laughter. So here he was, able to brood all by himself. Well, at least he thought he was all by himself. Thomas? Thomas? Is that you in there? Oh, thank goodness it is you. You never know in New York. Could have been like a giant rat making all that ruckus. Thomas looked at her with a sarcastic look and thought to himself, Great, now I'm a giant rat. Yeah, super scary, but just me. Belle, what are you doing here anyway? Don't you have to go bring joy to the world somewhere? Oh, Thomas, you're always such a Grinch during the holidays. I've just come by to finish my painting for the Winter Festival, but I see you're setting up. Would I be in your way? 
everything and he wanted to tell her that she would be in his way. But she was always so kind. He couldn't help but soften his heart a little. No, that's fine. Okie dokes. Belle always had one burning question to ask Thomas, but could never muster up the courage to do it. But tonight, she felt a tugging on her heart to go ahead and ask. Thomas? Thomas paused his setup again, feeling his frustration begin to grow. Without turning, he mumbled. Yes, Belle. Thomas, why do you hate the holidays so much? Like, there's the Grinch, the Scrooge, and then... Thomas, there's you. Maybe you're going to be the next one whose life they make a play out of to teach a lesson. There's so many things to be joyful about. The lights, the food, the cookies, the trees, celebrating the birth of Jesus. Oh, yes. All hail King Jesus. All hail the Savior of the world. Belle's face turned from confusion to shock. And that same tugging she felt in her heart earlier told her, this is why you needed to ask him the question. A boldness rose up from inside her as she spoke next. Well, yes, that's right. King Jesus, the savior of the world, the greatest gift of all for each and every one of us. Don't you believe in Jesus? Thomas's silence shocked Belle even more. He doesn't believe in Jesus? She thought to herself. Thomas could feel her anticipation growing as she waited for his answer. You really don't believe in Jesus? But don't you know all he's done for you? And there was the match to the fuse. Spinning around, Thomas spat quickly. Oh, of course I know all he's done for me. He's done oh so very much for the likes of me. So go ahead and tell me, Belle, what good has the wonderful Jesus done for you? To be quite honest, he was over this oh holy night conversation. Thomas thought his outburst would scare her into leaving. Much to his disappointment, a smile began to appear on her face, and he was quite certain she was about to break into song and dance, like a Disney princess. He even glanced down at his feet, waiting for the woodland creatures to arrive. Oh my goodness, I could go on for days. He's given me life, peace, joy, love. He's always faithful, always there. He was so kind to give me this gift for painting, and I get to share this with others. He gave me this job at the school to do what I love, to help the kids learn how to express themselves with passion just like you with your voice and music. Don't you love your job here teaching the kids? You inspire them all. God gave you this gift, and each year you get a new set of kids to teach. Your gift just keeps on giving. What do you mean he gave me this gift? I did this. I turned this voice into what it is today. I practiced, I struggled, I persevered, me. He didn't give me anything. He's never around to give me anything. Thomas, the word says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. And I believe you have a good gift, 
a great gift even. And you get to share all this incredible knowledge with all of these kids. You get to help develop their gifts that God has given them. Isn't that wonderful? Belle waited, but Thomas never replied. In her heart, she knew she had spoken all that she was supposed to. Well, anyway, I'm going to get my stuff so I can finish and be out of your way. I'll be back soon. As Belle flitted out of the room, Thomas couldn't help but begin to think about what she said. The wheels in his head began to turn. As he put the last stand in place, he looked to see Belle's easel at the back of the class. <sighs> I guess I can get that for her. He thought to himself. Stepping forward, he grabbed the easel and moved it into the room for her. As he set her table next to the easel, he heard her voice again. You get to help with their gifts. Now finished with the room, he walked to the door thinking to himself. So my gift could help their gift? Huh. Wouldn't that be something? Yes. Belle had left our skeptical Thomas quite intrigued with that line. Moments later, Belle came back to finish her painting with canvas and paints in hand. After having a minute to think, she was ready to try and get to the bottom of Thomas's obvious anger with the Lord. As she entered, she called out to get his attention. Hey, Thomas. Thomas? Much to her dismay, it appeared that Thomas had already gone. She placed the canvas on the easel and the paints on the table, but she couldn't help but feel she needed to do something for him. Oh God. Thomas is so broken and I don't know why. It's as if hope is, it's so far from him. I want to show him that you care. That you'll never leave him. That you'll never forsake him. There's got to be something I can do to show him. That you are always there. His eyes cannot see. 
he turned away. He ran from you. there. Lord, I did as you asked. Here it is. Your gift for Thomas. Let him see. You were there. As Belle lived that day, a peace fell to her heart. She didn't know what that painting would mean for Thomas, but she knew that the Lord did, and that was all that she needed to know. What about her painting for the festival, you ask? Well, we'll get to that a little later. Much to his dismay, Thomas had forgotten his keys and returned to find them. Frustrated, he sighed and thought to himself, Can this day please just be over? As he searched, his eyes found the center of the room, where dear Miss Bell had left quite a mess in her wake. Bell, really? I just cleaned this place. I guess I'll clean up your mess. I don't have anywhere else to be. As he stepped closer to the easel, Something began to happen in his heart, and he stopped. Glaring at the mess, he muttered, What was she talking about anyway? She doesn't know me. Thomas began to pick up the items one by one to put them away. But there was an anger beginning to boil inside him, and his thoughts began to race. She doesn't know. She doesn't want to know. It would break her heart, wouldn't it, God? To know exactly what it is you've done for me. Hmm. Where should we start? Oh, yes. Let's take it all the way back to in the beginning, shall we? Let's start with the little boy that you left standing on a stage alone because you took away his parents. Let's take that same little boy and flash forward a few more miserable years. As if surviving regular school by myself wasn't enough, you sent me off to college. I graduated at the top of my class at Juilliard and was supposed to step into an incredible career. But 
You made sure that was shut down quickly. Every door slammed closed, and I was forced to come back to this place. And then, oh, here's my favorite. Enter into the scene, my beautiful wife. All we wanted was a family. I wanted to be the father I didn't have. Surprise, she's pregnant. All's right with the world, right? Wrong. You took him. You took our son like it was nothing. Tell me, God, where were you? You say you're always there? Where? I don't see it. Come show this doubting Thomas where you were. And then a voice answered and said, I was always there. The day you lost your son, I took him into my arms. And your wife? Did a boldness not rise up inside of her to step out and share your story, bringing hope, love, and encouragement to so many families grieving the loss of their children? Where do you think her strength comes from? Where do you think your strength comes from? I've always been there. In college, you received the best education in your field. And I brought you back to this place because you were the one I needed to help these children step into their giftings. I gave them their gift, just like I gave you your gift. Have you not felt me working through you as you poured into their lives? And when you were a child, well, see for yourself. I was always there through the pain and hurt of all you've been through. I've been there. I stood by you. I saw your tears. I know what it's like to lose a son. I gave my son's life for you. Your wife, your son, your talent are all great gifts. But the greatest gift I ever gave you was my son who died so that you may live, so that you could have a future and a hope. That's when I knew that he was always there. He had never left or forsaken me. He was there all along. Yes, that broken music teacher was me. And for a moment, with the words of God ringing in my ears, I felt my hardened and bitter heart begin to soften. I cannot describe it to you. This peace I began to feel that surpassed all my understanding. And this light, yes, I remember this light that began to shine. I don't know where it came from. It was as if it had no beginning and no end, but it was all around me. I couldn't help but cry out to my father.
Lord, forgive me. Please. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry it took so long to see. Oh, you were in everything. You collected every tear. Tears I cried for my mother and my father. Tears for my future. Tears for my wife. Tears from my prayers. Yes, there was a time when I believed you would fulfill your promise. And then life spun out of control. And you saw when we lost baby Thomas. Our world turned upside down. And even now, we are just trying to find our way. But now, I believe what you say. I believe in you.
was born, oh night divine, oh night, oh night never the same. How could it be? The God of the heavens and earth had shown his love for me. In that moment, I felt anger and bitterness leave my broken heart. I finally understood the meaning of a peace that surpasses all understanding. As the years passed, I saw the hand of the Lord move through me and in the lives of the students that were brought into my classroom. I understood the joy that Belle walked around with. Speaking of Belle, when I picked up the painting that night, I recognized her trademark style and I knew the Lord had used her to make it for me. I brought it back to her and begged her to use it as a winter festival entry. I hoped it would be as impactful for others as it was for me. I didn't know the Lord still had some surprises in store for that painting. As you can imagine, it took first place and caught the eye of an art gallery in Texas who wanted to purchase it. Bell was hesitant to sell it, 
but told the gallery they could purchase it on two conditions, that we could share the testimony of the painting on its display plaque, and on the opening night of the display, that I would be a featured artist performer for the evening's festivities. And that's where I met the famous Marley Kelly, the most incredible vocal coach I've ever known. She offered me a job all the way in South Africa. My wife and I were so excited, we packed what we could into a tiny suitcase and flew across the ocean where we spent 20 amazing years traveling through Cape Town, Durban and Johannesburg and so many other places. I even picked up this pretty amazing accent while I was there. <laughs> I say all that to say this. He was still always there. That night, when I gave my heart, my life and my will back to God, the opportunities became endless. He sent me here, there, everywhere, and he did so many incredible things for us. One of the things he did for us that I love the most is you, my son. He gave us you. So this letter I leave with you as a story of hope, love, encouragement and joy this Christmas season. A story of brokenness being restored. I hope it serves as a reminder that life will take you all over and everywhere but he will never leave you. You take him with you wherever you go. The word says that he is a lamp unto your feet. As you continue your journey in this world, let the light of the world light the way for you. And remember, he has all the details worked out for your life, so never fear. He cares about it all, even silly little dreams like mine, of snow on Christmas Eve. I still haven't seen it since I was a child, but that's okay. I know he'll do it one day. Would you look at that? You're still always right here with me. Christmas, everyone. How wonderful to see such a lovely production. I just want to say that it's wonderful to know that Jesus is always there. And I think that's one thing we must never, ever forget. And if there's one thing we can take from tonight, let's take that. But I also would like to say a big, big thank you to our drama production team, to all our actors. Yes. And I would really like to honor them tonight. So without any further ado, if I can ask you guys to make your way back up on the stage. The drought breaks with the tears of a mother. A baby's cry is the sound of love. Come down, come down, amen.
heart longs for a little bit of hope. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching. For more teaching like this and other material, please visit our website at www.oceansunite.com.